Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. If you've got a Bible handy, and you can take it, open it uh, once again to the book of Isaiah as we tackle uh, four more chapters uh, today, chapters 53, 54, 55, and 56, uh, with our focus coming on uh, what certainly is my uh, favorite section of Isaiah, a uh, portion of the, the Psalm of the Suffering Servant, uh, ch- uh, chapter 53, verses 1 through 6. As uh, you come to the conclusion of chapter 52, we're uh, once again uh, introduced to this uh, servant of the Lord who ultimately is the suffering servant. The servant of the Lord is God's suffering servant. And it's something uh, that when we come uh, into the New Testament and look at the Gospels, it's something that uh, the Jews of Jesus' day could not connect together. Uh, They saw the greatness of the servant of the Lord, but they couldn't see that also that the servant of the Lord, this great deliverer, was also the suffering servant of Isaiah 53. And so we'll talk about that in just a moment. In chapter 54, uh, after uh, this psalm of the servant describing uh, the agony and the accomplishment of that servant, uh, we see uh, that the accomplishment of the servant is nothing less uh, than salvation, than peace for uh, his people. Uh, It is uh, a demonstration of God's compassion as he continually invites uh, those that will trust in the suffering servant, the servant of the Lord, uh, to receive his compassion, uh, his forgiveness. Uh, Also in chapter 55, but toward uh, the end of the uh, the chapter there in uh, verses 10 and 11, uh, we find again a a favorite passage, a a passage that has certainly guided me as a pastor, as a preacher, but a, a passage that affirms and defines the confidence that we can have as the people of God, as the proclaimer of the gospel, that we can trust in the power of the Word of God, that as we rightly handle and rightly proclaim His Word, uh, that it will accomplish that for which God has sent it, that which God uh, intends. And so uh, then chapter 56, this uh, foreshadowing, this glimpse, of the great reality that the accomplishment of the suffering servant, the servant of the Lord, will transcend national Israel, that the the salvation that is accomplished is going to extend far beyond uh, the boundaries of Judah. So let's go back into chapter 53, and we see beginning in verse 1, Who has believed what he has heard from us, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, uh, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of his all. And so right in here we find uh, at the... Uh, uh, a, a very simple, straightforward explanation of the ultimate accomplishment of the Lord Jesus Christ, the, the suffering uh, servant, that he comes into the world 
And by his suffering, he purchases a people. By his suffering, he atones uh, for uh, our sins. Uh, chapter 53 opens uh, and explains that this, at the writing of Isaiah, the one promised, uh, would not be anyone that was particularly charismatic. There was nothing uh, significant about him that was attractive in, in kind of the, uh, uh, the way that men would evaluate other men. Uh, he was, uh, he, there was nothing that um, was compelling about him other than the fact that he was the Son of God and he was the one that had come to proclaim and accomplish Salvation that he would ultimately be uh, rejected. He would live a life that was characterized by uh, difficulty, even rejection uh, by those that he loved. His life would be characterized by uh, sorrows, the sorrows of his rejection, uh, the sorrows of his understanding of the fallenness of the world, the way that sin is so uh, destructive. And then in verse 4, we begin, Isaiah begins to unpack uh, what is accomplished in the death of Christ? What is accomplished in uh, the atonement? In, the in Christ's death on the cross, in the death of this uh, suffering servant, he bears our griefs. He carries uh, our sorrows to the cross. Uh, the people of his day did not understand what Jesus was doing. They, they, they thought he was abandoned by God, that he was being afflicted by God, that he had done uh, wrong and God was punishing him. But notice verse 5, that word but, contrast. What men evaluated uh, was the, uh, the person and work of Christ was not what God was doing. In fact, by placing his son on the cross, by his son being pierced and crushed and chastise, that was the means through which God would extend peace to those who would trust in Him. It is through uh, the wounds incurred by our Savior on the cross that we are saved. And so uh, while men will look at the cross as a, a mistake or uh, as a just punishment for uh, Jesus and His misguided notions, uh, Isaiah understands and the uh, God would have us understand that this was the very purpose for which the Son was sent into the world to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. It was through His suffering that we are saved. And all of us that are saved recognize the truth of verse 6, that we all like sheep have gone astray. Uh, we needed this work of atonement. We needed uh, the work of the suffering servant. And our sins, thank God, have been laid upon him. Our sins have been paid for in Christ. And uh, therein is the work, the summary of the gospel. There in a few Old Testament verses, uh, we see with clarity uh, the description of what Jesus went through and the definition of what he accomplished on the cross for us. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day. And I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.